Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Trevor Brandon Scharf, a Los Angeles-based writer, dating coach, fitness professional, and radio host shared a story of a time when she did not follow her yes and ended up wasting her time in a relationship she knew wouldn't work. Well, Treva, thank you again for an amazing interview that you shared with us earlier. And I want to ask you to to do me another favor, if you would. Would you help me illustrate the importance of following your yes, your internal guidance in partnership, why it plays a role and how important of a role it plays? And the way I want to do this is actually through real life experience. So if you would... Let's start here. Let's start with a time in your life when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, you didn't really realize you even had a yes. But looking back, you're like, yeah, that was really clear. My gut told me exactly what to do. I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Okay, so as I mentioned in um, earlier in the interview, I was in this really dysfunctional relationship in my early 40s, and I was really desperate to get married and have kids. And... Um, I was just starting my personal fitness business and I was going, you know, gangbusters and it was great and I was growing and getting more and more clients and I was in this really, um, on one hand I was expanding 
on the other hand, I was rest- I was constricting and restricting myself because I was in a very um, stressful relationship with a guy that I hadn't probably, I, I, there was no future with, but I was holding on for dear life to make it work. So along comes this opportunity. I mean, this may sound, you know, silly to, <laughs> to your listeners, but when I think of the time I didn't follow my yes, um, I did not follow my yes when I had an opportunity to go on the road with the who, the band, the who, wow. to be to be Roger Daltrey's personal trainer. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't say yes because I was too afraid to leave the guy and the relationship. So I declined the invitation and I regretted it ever since. It would have been an incredible experience, but I was operating from a place of fear. And here's what I will tell you, and this leads me to the time I did say yes. Um, there's a lesson in all of this, and I'll tie it together. I'm assuming you're going to ask me when, what the time I followed my yes? I Is am. that the next question? Okay. Look, you're following so, your yes right now. All right, so as soon as I... Um, found my balls to uh, end the relationship and walk away. I, right after that, I thought, uh-oh, I forgot to have kids. I, at that point now, I was 43 years old. I was still not married. And I thought, shit, um, if not now, when, if not me, who? And I, I set out on a journey to get pregnant on my own, um, pretty much to knock myself up. And I did it with sperm donors, you know, and I went through fertility treatments and I spent a ton of dough and I put my body through hell and I went through the whole thing and was not successful, unfortunately, but I, it was the scariest, best, boldest thing I've ever done. It changed me and I'm so glad I followed that yes. And here's how I'm going to wrap the whole thing up. Here's what I've learned. Do not let fear stop you. Don't let fear, um, don't, don't do something. Here's, this, is, this is not going to be very eloquent, but don't do something or not do something because of fear. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. That, that was the moral of the story. So I was fearful that I'd lose the guy if I left town. And, um, and, I, and I really kick myself. And, and then the other, the other scenario, um, I faced my fears. And I went for it. And I can, uh, I pat myself on the back. I, I did all I could. I moved heaven and earth um, because I, I said I followed my yes on that one. So what would you replace the fear with? Like, what's the thing, if you're not going to do it based on fear, what are you doing it based on? Um, that joy, joy. Um, replace, replace the fear with joy, whatever that is. Um, to me, uh, it's, it's so much healthier 
And um, it's so much more organic when you're able to pursue something because it's going to bring you joy or it's going to expand you in some way. Um, not co- not good if you're doing something out of fear or you're not doing something because of fear. Um, it, it's, that will usually lead to a, an ill-advised decision or something regrettable. So, yeah, I would say do it for the love do it for the joy um, and take a deep breath and the old saying, leap and the net shall appear. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, I love that you said joy. It, it just made me kind of chuckle here because one of the things I do with my clients is I, I, I guide them in, in having joy be their compass. And, you know, if you're off, not headed towards joy... Beating yourself up doesn't make you any happier. Just recalculate, move back towards joy, get back on course. And if yeah. we do that, then it's not like, oh no, now I'm lost. I'm going into fear. It's like, oh cool, I know how to get back to joy. Look at my compass, line it up, get going. And that's what we're doing. And you you gave such great examples there of like passing up this opportunity to you know tour with the Who and do all that. People are like, well, she was just afraid of that. It's like, no, you weren't willing to love yourself enough to let yourself do that because of your fear of losing the guy. Right. I didn't. I Absolutely. didn't trust. I didn't trust him, or I didn't trust the situation enough to. And he didn't make me feel secure and or safe. Mm-hmm. So I I passed on it, and it was yeah. bad, bad, very bad decision. I wouldn't do that now, but I wasn't. I was different then. Absolutely. Um, I, I would say that if you let fear be your guide, um, it's going to send you into some dark places. It'll send you down uh, dead ends, dark alleys, um, circuitous routes and paths. And um, So, yeah, go towards what is you think is going to make you feel good and it's healthy and happy and joyous. Absolutely. And just the act of doing that will bring you joy. Yes. And, and, you know, there's, there's, uh, when you want something, um, when you endeavor, set out to do something, there is a degree of uncertainty and unknowns, but let the unknowns not be frightening, let them be exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Surrender to that adventure, for sure. Thank you, Trevor. Those great examples. So appreciate that. I hope they are because they're they're kind of weird, but they were the first things that came to my mind. It was like, um, oh yeah, I know exactly what my when I didn't follow. I just knew it was you know immediate. Yep, absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Okay, good, good, good. Celeste Headley, a public broadcast radio show host and author, shared a story of a time when she did follow her yes, and it ultimately led her into the career doing the work she loves. So Celeste. Thank you again for the amazing information you shared on your interview earlier. And I want to ask if you would help us to illustrate the importance of following our our yes, our internal guidance as we're operating in partnerships. And where I'd love to ask you to start is if you would share a story of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment you didn't really realize you had one. But when you look back, you're like, wow, that was pretty clear. I knew exactly what I should be doing. My gut was telling me and I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Yeah. So in um, 2009, 
um, NPR had a major budget shortfall. Was if I don't know if you remember, it was like sort of the beginning of the really tough portion of the Great Recession, and um, a lot of the people, uh, corporations mostly, who'd pledged money to NPR, ended up not being able to follow through. So we called it the Great Culling at NPR. Mm. A whole bunch of people lost their jobs, as did I, and I really wanted to stay in. Detroit. Detroit is my favorite city in the whole world. <laughs> I wanted to stay there. Um, but I, I don't know why. I guess I don't not really. Sh- honestly, I don't know why I begot, became afraid because what I really needed to do was find to start my own thing. That's what I needed to do. I needed to not be worried about someone else giving me a job, but I needed to um, create that job for myself, which sounds like a lot, but frankly, you're in podcasting. That would have been a perfect time (laughs) for me to uh, venture into podcasting, to start my own thing and continue on and being able to stay where I was and where I loved. But instead, I just kept applying for jobs and I started applying for jobs like secretary um, I mean, I'm a former NPR correspondent um, that just completely did not fit my talents. I mean, it ended up being okay because I, I took a job at the takeaway. Everything turned out all right. But again, that was a job where I was waiting for someone else to give me a job. Um, and and so that's, I've always looked back at that. I only just recently actually followed my own advice and um, quit the – corporate job to start my own thing. But that was a case in which I should have said yes to myself and I, I didn't. Um, and a time when I, I would say yes, but I would follow up by that from that by saying that's what I'm doing now. Like I took the leap and it's hard to let go of, and not everyone is even able to do so, to let go of a, a full-time job and, uh, you know, company supplied benefits and all that. That's an extraordinarily rare situation that I'm in. And I realize I completely understand the privilege involved here, but I am in that situation. And many people who actually are in that situation still don't do it. (laughs) So I uh, started my own LLC and that's what I'm doing. I am a full-time employee of Celeste Headley Media now. Um, Yeah. So yes to me. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. And that's really what it's about, right? That's what our guidance is. It's about what do you need right now? Yeah. And you know what? It may not work out, you know, and that's okay. Um, I think that I, I don't want to let the fear that it won't work out keep me from trying it. If, if in a year or two's time, I end up having to go back to a regular traditional job as I've, as I've known it, that's okay. It's not a failure. Um, it's just, I, I need to take the chance while I have it or, or make the chance that, um, I can do this, you know, and I can at least try it out. If I don't try it, what a, what a waste. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm curious, what did you find was the, like the hardest thing to, what, what held you back the most from taking this leap sooner? Um, just fear of insecurity, I think, um, fear that, you know, I was, I was going to not be able to pay bills and, and, and that's real. Um, and it, it took a while for me to get to the point where I had saved up enough to, uh, have three months salary sitting there just in case. 
and and but once I realized that that's what I wanted to do, then then putting that money away became my priority. Um, and and I guess in a way that's sort of it. You have to sort of make yourself a priority. If if safety and security is what's holding you back, if fear is what's holding you back, then um, give yourself a cushion. Make that your priority is is creating a cushion for yourself that will make you feel less afraid. Yes, and and I would say I would argue that when you made that a priority is when you started following your yes, not when you actually left. Oh, I totally agree with you. Absolutely agree with you. Because yeah. I think that's what holds us back is we think it's the end thing is when we're doing it. And so we wait to do that, but we don't have the system in place to allow us to where it's like, no, no, oh. no. If I just commit to I'm putting money aside because I'm doing this in six months, but I got to start today so I can take that step. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? If, if Even if you don't know how long it will take, like in my particular case, I had no idea how long it would take for me to put three months salary away. I ended up actually being able to put away a four months salary, but I didn't know how long it would take. I just said to myself, as soon as I have that money put away, I'm taking this step. That's what's happening. <laughs> and then it, it happened way, much more quickly than I ever could have imagined. And you're right. It's because that became my priority. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Great example. Thank you, Celeste. My pleasure. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This This could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.